Coming up on the WAC Podcast, our summer series continues with Stephen F. Austin. We talked with Ryan Ivey, Director of Athletics. He's hired some new coaches recently in softball and women's basketball. We talk about some highlights for SFA from 22-23, including hosting the WAC Track and Field Championships and some projects they have going on this summer in Nacogdoches. That's all ahead on the WAC Podcast. Welcome to the WAC Podcast. Today's episode is presented by Hercules Tires. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan. The WAC Summer Series continues with Stephen F. Austin doing our takeover today, and we're joined by their director of athletics, Ryan Ivey. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Eric. Appreciate the opportunity to visit with you. Always hey, Ryan, we, we appreciate talking to you. It's been a, a busy uh as it always is for for a director of athletics, it's always going to be busy. Let's start with you. You just uh, hired a couple of coaches in the last few months. Let's start with uh, your your new softball coach, uh, Jeff Jackson. You just named him in the past few weeks. We sure did. Yeah, named Jeff Jackson. Uh, was previously the head coach at Odessa College and uh, had a lot of success from a junior college standpoint. And certainly, uh, I think he's going to be a great fit for us, a great fit for our community. He's got a great family. Uh, Jessica and Parker and Connor, we're certainly looking forward to having them here in Nacogdoches. Um, but Jeff was able to really have a lot of success, finished third in the nation from a junior college standpoint in the last two years, um, has has been a part of taking over some programs and and growing them and making them better. And, and we're looking forward to that. You know, our softball program was one that we didn't think was broken in any way. We felt like it was a program that had the ability to, to really compete as has been evidence uh, really, the last couple of years being in the WAC, we were, you know, uh, in the championship game last year against Grand Canyon and just missed out on the championship game this year by probably a couple of plays here and there. And so I uh, feel like we're there. We have that, certainly an opportunity to compete. And I think being in East Texas certainly helps us from that standpoint with a lot of the softball talent around here. Uh, so I feel like Jeff is going to come in and do a great job of recruiting great players and, and certainly trying to grow our, our softball program. And hey, Ryan, your, your women's basketball program among the best yeah. in the WAC uh, in a very short amount of time and, and a great tradition there. So Mark Kellogg, your coach, who had been there for quite some time, he gets an opportunity at a Power 5 school at West Virginia. And to hire a new coach, you, you really didn't have to look too far, although I know you, you did look around a little bit, but uh, found the best fit with a guy who's already there in Len Bishop. There's no question. Uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to, to know Coach Bishop from our time together at Commerce and feel like Lynn's going to do a, a, a tremendous job. And I think when we set out uh, with this search, and, and I think we always knew that this day was coming with Mark. It certainly doesn't make it easier sometimes, but the, really the success that Mark has had over his career has warranted uh, the opportunity that he has there at the Power Five. And we certainly uh, wish him the best. But knowing that our program at Stephen F. Austin, the seventh winningest program in the history of women's college basketball, one win outside of six there at the University of Texas, um, away from them. And so it felt like we had the opportunity and really our, 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 our program demanded and commanded us to do a national search. And uh, I can tell you there was no shortage of interest in that position. There was a lot of people, um, I think, that would have walked um, here to, there and back, right, wherever it was that they could to certainly be a part of this program. But 
ultimately we felt uh, that Lynn was the right person at the right time for us. And uh, Lynn has earned this opportunity and, and he will tell you, and I will tell you, uh, he earned it through the search. There was no giving it to him. I told him that from the very beginning that he'd earned the right to be involved with it because of his time and success that he certainly had here, but he was going to have to earn the position. And um, after a couple of three hour interviews, trust me, he earned it. Like he, we got after him pretty good and we had the opportunity to have some conversations with him, get to know his vision, how he was going to be different, what his uh, thoughts are for the program and how he was going to embrace his program as his own um, was, was really fun to hear and certainly fun to be a part of and uh, really excited to have Coach Bishop uh, uh, moving forward. In men's basketball, you had an opportunity to host a game on ESPNU this year and and kind of show off those facilities there, the sawmill if people haven't been there, that that's a really fun place to watch a basketball game, isn't it? It really is. I mean, it, it gets really fun in there. Again, we've got a great environment, and that's credit to, to the history of our men's basketball program, um, even going back to the, you know, to the early 30s when we were winning uh, conference championships then. And so um, it's been fun. Our, our men's basketball program over the last uh, 10 years is the winningest program in the state of Texas. Um, you know, we've had the opportunity to have some individuals that have gone on and played professionally with Kevon Harris playing for the Magic. And so to be able to showcase our program um, on a national level through um, an ESPNU game, a linear game, I think was really important to us. And I think it uh, shows where our program has come from. Um, shows the depth of our program and shows the, the history of, uh, of, of of success that we've had. And I think our our fans enjoyed it. I think I think our community enjoyed it. Um, and it was certainly fun to be a part of. We just had the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships in Austin uh, just a few weeks ago. And Stephen F. Austin, I believe, had the most student athletes competing at the national championships. He had four student athletes that qualified for for that event. Quite an accomplishment there, Ryan, and it's always exciting to see your student-athletes be able to compete at the highest level. It is, and, and these student-athletes, our track student-athletes, uh, work extremely hard, right? And a lot of times they don't they don't get the recognition or, or, or notoriety that they certainly deserve, and, and track is such an interesting sport, and I talk to our, our coaches and our student-athletes all the time. You, you take an individual approach to a sport an individual uh, sport and you add a team component to it somehow and and the ability to to, to get those individuals to, to really motivate and and certainly support one another i think is really really uh, special and i think special coaches know how to do that you know our track program for for a long time um has been has been really successful i mean we've won I think 41 championships over the last 41 years in some form or fashion. Uh, Coach Olson obviously being a big part of that and with him retiring last year was able to promote from within with Rob Hansen now as as our director of track and field and cross country. But to be able to have four of the 10 student athletes from the league uh, come from Stephen F. Olson, I think, again, shows the depth of our track program. And we had an opportunity to have two uh, second team All-Americans, um, on the women's side and certainly missed out on the men's side, but I know Branson, Branson's going to have it. Branson Ellis is going to have a chance um, professionally here. Um, and so it's really fun to watch. And um, again, you want to talk about just athleticism and what they have. And I don't think people quite understand what goes in um, to being a track student athlete and the focus and really um, the desire that you have to have to do that because you're, you spend so long throughout the year preparing for this one meet, and then you have to perform at that point in time. And so 
um, it's really fun to watch our student athletes compete there. Well, speaking of track and field, uh, Stephen F. Austin had an opportunity to host the <laughs> WAC championships this year, the outdoor track and field championships. And uh, it was such a big event that is with all the schools coming in, men's and women's. And mm-hmm. I, I believe the the most comp- competitors we have in any single championship, Ryan. But uh, one of those things, you, you can never control the weather, even though things went uh, pretty much off without a hitch. There was a lightning delay one night, but uh, there was a big rainstorm that came in the night before the championship flooded yep. out uh, some facilities there at Stephen F. Austin. And to your credit and to your staff's credit, Ryan, we didn't uh, miss out on having those throwing events at SFA. What had to take place to get that ready to go in, in, in the same day? Yeah, well, some of it we had really lucked on some of it, right? When you get eight inches of rain in, in three hours, there's just, especially here, there's just really no place for it to go. And so it, it got bottlenecked pretty pretty quick uh, down there, really at, um, with the creek that runs right beside our throws facility. And um, and so it, it flooded our throws, throws area, uh, but thankfully it receded pretty quickly as well. And I think once we realized um, that, that really that that water was going to recede, then it just became a all hands on deck effort to squeegee and um, dig some, 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 some uh, trenches and, and really get some drainage uh, out there and our, our facility staff on campus or really our athletics department staff, those individuals did a great job of, of just rolling up their pants, literally rolling up their pants and wading out in it and getting it done and, and just finding a place for our, for really for those student athletes to compete because, you know, we didn't have, we didn't have an area around here that had a hammer cage, right. And could throw javelin and, and those type of things. So, so our contingency plans were, maybe sending them a couple hours away. And we just didn't feel like that was going to be uh, conducive for a great championship experience for all of those student athletes. And so uh, it was not lost upon me or anyone else here that our job was to make sure that we created certainly an opportunity for, for, for them to compete um, and do it here. And so we wanted to do that. We we're able to get it done. And again, so a lot of it was uh, a lot of it was hard work and determination, but a little bit of luck along the way too. So. Well, that was definitely a lot of hard work and, yeah, unbelievable the the job your staff was able to do there. Uh, summertime's kind of a, a time to kind of uh, maybe take a breath, although it seems like uh, summer keeps getting uh, less and less in college athletics. As far as uh, big time or uh, uh, long term planning, Ryan, uh, what what kind of projects are in the works uh, potentially at Stephen F. Austin? Yeah, it's a great question, Eric. And um, like everyone else, I think this time of year we always take the summer to plan. Um, for what's coming up. And one of the things that we're starting to work on now is an athletics facility master plan and something that's um, been needed here for a while and some things that got started with the basketball facility. Uh, And I think us just really quite honestly moving to the WAC um, has created some opportunities for us to see some deficiencies that that, that we certainly have here at Stephen F. Austin and facilities being one of them. And so I think our people here understand with our move to the University of Texas system, uh, I think we, we we understand the need that we have to, to, to certainly grow our, 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 our athletic facilities that we have. And so this athletics facilities master plan is going to create that blueprint for us. It's going to create an opportunity for us to know exactly what we need to do. The subject matter experts coming in here and telling us you know, here's step one, step two, step three, and here are the dominoes and the, and the sequencing, if you will, so to speak, um, that's going to need to happen. Here's what it could potentially cost in, in these type of things. And then, then it's going to be incumbent upon us to go out and start raising money. And I've already had some conversations with 
with with with with some donors and um they're excited about it and i think people are excited about the opportunity that we have uh, to certainly grow our athletics uh, facilities that we have here to, to really make a mark in our basketball facility is as you talked about a little bit ago uh, it's been transformational for us it's been transformational for our, both our programs um, but it's also been transformational for, for our entire department. And we know the ability to, to, to certainly grow our, our facilities is going to be uh, paramount for us to, to, to continue to have success uh, moving forward. Yeah. And I had a chance to be in your, your production facility for ESPN plus yes. there. That's at the sawmill with George Brandon during those championships, Ryan, and what a facility that is. And what an opportunity for, for some of the students there at the Stephen F. Austin to have an opportunity to, to, to help put together broadcasts. There's no question. I mean, the, our, our studio we have is first class. I mean, it, it's got everything that you could possibly need. Again, we do everything uh, from football out of there, men's women's basketball, volleyball, soccer. I mean, all of our broadcasts are run out of there and um, it's a great opportunity. And, and I'm a big believer in experiential learning. I think that's part of our responsibilities being a regional comprehensive institution is to provide our students the opportunity to have hands-on experience. And so we're able to do that through our broadcast. Um, I know sometimes maybe on the camera work, it gets a little bit um, shaky sometimes, but I think our students truly enjoy uh, really that opportunity and to get them hands-on experience before they graduate, before they're able to go out. And that way, when they're in interviews, they can say, hey, this is what I've done. And I've actually done that. It's not theory based anymore for them, right? It's actual work that they've done. And those things are really, really important to us. Ryan, he also had a chance to go to NACTA last week, the National Association of Collegiate Directors of Athletics, I believe is what it stands for. And you, uh, you had an opportunity to uh, speak on a panel there. That sure did. I had a chance to really speak on a couple of them. Uh, one was um, about um, just our, our, our future and, and the mindset for the future as it relates uh, to working in college athletics. And, you know, I think one of the challenges that we certainly face in college athletics and one of the, um, you know, glaring deficiencies that we have that the pandemic really showed us was that working in college athletics has been, um, quote unquote, glamour, glamorized for a long time, right? And um, there used to be pride in, hey, I'm working, you know, 16 hours a day and I'm not making any money. And there's these battle scars that are part of it. But, you know, ultimately, our, our, our workforce now is seeing that there are other opportunities out there. And so what are we doing to create a mindset that's going to help us for growth in college athletics? And on that panel, along with Dr. Elizabeth Taylor uh, from Temple, uh, she's done some really outstanding research on this and looking at um, the workforce development um, why why individuals are leaving college athletics, you know, those type of things, and what we can do differently to create an environment and a culture that makes individuals want to be a part of it. Because ultimately, you know, our jobs aren't changing. There's still going to be long hours. There's still going to be things that we have to do. We work, quote unquote, when everyone else is playing. And that's okay. That's the life that we've chosen to do. And I think we all understand that. But what are we doing to make sure that our employees and our individuals that are working in college athletics are appreciated and how do they understand that, right? And what are we doing to create opportunities for them to really grow and develop as people? And what are we doing uh, to really help them understand the importance of working in, 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 in college athletics? And we know that our enterprise is changing on a, on a daily basis and it's changing now more than ever. Um, but I think focusing on our people and focusing on their growth is really important for us. Yeah, very, very important. Very good stuff, Ryan, on that football just around the corner. 
Uh, big changes in the WAC regarding football this year is we've had this alliance with the A-Sun uh, for the last couple of years in terms of scheduling. Going to be a, a full-on new conference, United Athletic Conference uh, coming up here uh, in the in the this year, mm-hmm. the future, yeah. with uh, Football yeah. Media Day right around the corner. What does this mean for Stephen F. Austin having this uh, opportunity to be part of this new conference? Well, I think first and foremost, it really solidifies um, our position from from a college football standpoint, especially FCS at this point in time. I think the ability for us um, to to enter into a partnership with like-minded institutions who have the same goals and vision for their football programs as we do, I think is really important. Um, it creates an opportunity for us to make sure that we have access to the playoffs from an AQ standpoint. Um, and then it creates an opportunity for stability as well. And I think when you look at college athletics and the landscape and the changing dynamics that we have really within our enterprise, football has dictated a lot of the changes. And so for us, we wanted to create an opportunity where we could have a place for football to be able to grow and develop and to really have success. We believe this partnership with the ASUN creating the United Athletic Conference is going to be able to do that for us. But at the same time, it's not going to, it's not going to, we're not going to have to jeopardize the rest of our sports, right? We're not having to move conferences, so to speak. We're able to continue the growth um, that we've been able to see within the Western Athletic Conference, which quite honestly is is growing into a premier mid-major uh, athletics conference in the nation. And it's something that I, I know that our presidents are, are really bullish on. It's something that we're going to try to do. And so that was really important, I think, to all of us in having that conversation is, look, what can we do to solidify football? What can we do to help create opportunities for it to grow and flourish without sacrificing all of our other sports. And I think the United Athletic Conference and our partnership with the ASUN allows us to do that. It also allows us to really talk about growth and what this is going to be. And if and if we all want to move up to FBS, so to speak, you know, we'll have the opportunity to do that as a league moving forward, which allows us to, 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 to maintain competitive balance, competitive equities moving forward, uh, which I think in the long run will be better, uh, really will, will be beneficial for everyone involved. You also had a, a couple of uh, student athlete uh, football players with the opportunity to play in the NFL, BJ Thompson going in the fifth round of the Kansas city chiefs and Xavier Gibson, Xavier Gibson, who we saw in the whack as one of our top players, the last couple of years, getting an opportunity with the New York jets. So that's uh, again, great news for Stephen F. Austin, for people who follow the, the football program and for, for Colby Carthel and, and what he's building there. No question. I mean, both of those individuals were, were student athletes that came in with, with, with Colby, came in with our program uh, when it wasn't doing well, quite frankly. And so they believed in the vision that Colby and his staff had and, and, and understood that and um, turned in to be really, really, really good football players. And, you know, like everyone else, both had the opportunity to probably transfer and go other places, but they chose to remain. And, and one of the uh, signs that Coach Carthorne, our football staff, has um, outside our practice facilities is those that remain uh, will be champions. And we we were able to do that for, for that class and Zay and BJ and everything that they were able to go through and, and the adversity that we had from a football program for the last four years, um, they were able to leave here as champions. And I think when you talk about those things and you're able um, to put that vision out there and people are able to buy into it, to achieve that is so special. And then then to be able to watch them uh, you know, BJ be drafted in the fifth round and Xavier 
who signed with the New York Jets, honestly could have signed with whatever team he wanted to. I think he had just about every team that reached out to him from an undrafted free agent standpoint. Um, is really special because those two individuals are great football players and they're going to have a chance to really do great things on the football field. But more importantly, they're good people. They're great people. They're great individuals. Um, they're, they're going to go off. They both have their degrees. They're going to be able to do great things after football. And that's why we do what we do and to be able to provide opportunities to show people that, Hey, if you want to play in national football league, the national football league doesn't care if you came from Texas, A&M, Stephen F. Austin, or Timbuktu university, if you can play football and you can do the things that they're asking you to do, that you're going to have the opportunity. So you need to go, go to a place that's going to help you become a better person, right? That's going to help you grow and develop. And I, I think that's the one thing that coach Carthel and his staff do really, really, really well. They develop um, the holistic student athlete. They, they buy into that. And I think BJ and Xavier are, are just prime examples of that. Well, Ryan, before I let you go, wanted to ask you your favorite moment of the past year, 22, 23. Uh, can, can you pick one moment uh, as the director of athletics at Stephen F. Austin that stands out above the rest? Well, I, I don't know that there's any one moment. I would tell you it's always fun to watch our teams win championships. And so to watch uh, volleyball capture a, a WAC tournament championship, to watch football uh, win a football championship, you know, our indoor track and field team, women's track and field team uh, win that championship. I think all those are really, really important and really fun, um, you know, but being able to host the WAC outdoor championship uh, to me was really special. And I think it, goes back to the hard work that we did kind of leading up to that event, even years before we were in the WAC and, and making sure that our facility was at a point to really where we could host uh, meets and those type of things. It helped our community so much from an economic development standpoint to be able to have student athletes from, from really through, throughout the league come to East Texas really to um, experience it for what it is. Hopefully they all had a great experience, but uh, I think those things are really special to us. And again, it, it allows us to showcase our institution and, and, and certainly community. And so uh, those are probably my favorite moments, if you will. I don't know that I can narrow it down to just one, but um, I, I, I don't miss out there squeegeeing in the throws field, but it was fun. <laughs> it was fun hosting the championship. That's for sure. Well, hey, Ryan, we, we appreciate you. appreciate you taking some time out and, and talking us to us here on the WAC podcast. You bet. Thanks, Eric. Now that is Ryan Ivey, Director of Athletics from Stephen F. Austin. Thank you for listening to the WAC Podcast. Thanks for listening to the WAC Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And check out our website at WACsports.com.